Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update. The UAE announced 674 new cases of coronavirus, two deaths and 654 recoveries. There are over 86,000 tests carried out. There have now been over 29.4 million cases worldwide. Yesterday, the UAE and Israel signed a historic accord to normalise relations followed by a similar signing by Bahrain, which completed its own peace deal with Israel at the White House in Washington, D.C. The 12-point Abraham Accord represents a peace treaty establishing full relations between the UAE and Israel. It contains key areas of mutual interest and builds on earlier deals with Arab countries. The agreement was signed in English, Arabic and Hebrew. The Abraham Accords are named after the patriarch of the world's three major monotheistic religions. Firefighters from three emirates battled a blaze that swept through a cluster of warehouses in Ajman's industrial area yesterday afternoon. The fire destroyed the four warehouses and sent plumes of black smoke into the sky. No casualties were reported. Fire crews arrived at the scene in Al Jurf within three minutes of the alarm being raised. Employees at UAE federal departments and ministries face up to a 10-day salary cut for flouting COVID-19 safety guidelines. Anyone infected with coronavirus who goes into the office and does not tell their manager, as well as workers who fail to comply with treatment or who refuse to continue with it, face a maximum 10-day penalty on their basic salary. Employees who do not report symptoms face a cut of up to three days in basic salary, which progresses to a maximum of 10 if they repeat the offence three times. The list of fines came in a Federal Authority for Government Human Resources circular to ensure employees follow rules designed to curb the spread of COVID-19 and safeguard public health. In Lebanon, a fire broke out yesterday morning at the Zaha Hadid building in central Beirut. Crowds gathered around the famous building, designed by the celebrated architect Dame Zaha Hadid, as part of the external wall fell away in the flames. The Lebanese Civil Defence has announced that the flames are now under control. There have been no injuries reported so far. This is the second time in less than a week that the city has suffered a major fire. Last Thursday, a blaze broke out at Beirut port, destroying a warehouse storing aid. Despite two days of last-ditch talks, Lebanon's politicians failed to form a new government before a deadline agreed to with French President Emmanuel Macron. President Michael Ayoun met with the heads of parliamentary blocs at Babda Palace on Monday and Tuesday, but leaders were not able to come to an agreement about the makeup of a new cabinet to be led by Prime Minister-designate Mustafa Adib. France took the lead to support Lebanon after the massive explosion at Beirut's port on August the 4th, which killed 190 people and wounded thousands. On September the 1st, Mr Macron had received assurances from political blocs that a government would be formed within 15 days, in a turnaround for a country where formation usually takes months of negotiations. Now over to Cody Combs for what's trending. Hello, Aisha. The hashtag Apple event is trending around the world. This comes after the California-based tech giant held an online event just a few hours ago, introducing a new Apple Watch Series 6, which can measure users' blood oxygen levels in about 15 seconds and offers better parental control tools, sleep tracking, and automatic hand-washing detection. The company also announced a new iPad Air, which it says is 40% faster than previous models. Also trending this morning is Kim Kardashian West. The entertainer posted on Instagram that she would be joining other users in protesting 
Instagram's parent company, Facebook, for its handling of misinformation and hate content. The hashtag Stop Hate for Profit is being used. She's joined by other high-profile celebrities such as Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, and Orlando Bloom in protesting the company. And in the world of internet search, a lot of searches for William H. Gates Sr., the father of Microsoft founder Bill Gates, passed away at the age of 94. Bill Gates made the announcement on his official blog, writing that his father was a big influence in his philanthropic efforts, saying that the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation would not be what it is today without his father. That's a look at what's trending. Aisha? That's it for today's update. For more on all these stories and to subscribe to The Daily Update, head to thenational.ae.